Hey, everybody, welcome again to another episode of Boy, Let Me Tell You. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to get into 2023 goals. We're going to talk a little bit about um, defining goals, some goals that we set for 2023, do a readout of our goals, and then dig into what we're trying to accomplish as we go into the new year. Um, as always, I'm your hostess with the mostest, Curtis, and I got Cameron on the line, too. What's what up, up Cameron? Yo? How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm caffeinated, and I got my limitless pill in effect. I can tell you on you on 112. <laughs> I went to uh, this morning. I, so y'all, I have ADHD. I take Vyvanse, and so I recently got back up my prescription. And so um, I think I started taking the medicine like a week or two ago. So it's still really new. So I took mine this morning, Cameron. At like I don't know, the boys got up early. Whenever I texted you, I took my pill like five. Later. And then we went to the coffee shop and I got a flat white, which is, it's basically a cappuccino, but there's three shots of espresso and then like weirdly steamed milk that's like really fluffy. I don't know. It was delicious, but I'm fully caffeinated. Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So let's just get right into it. So let's talk a little bit about goal setting. Um, I'm I'm a big goals person, uh, Cameron. I think you're a big goals person too, right? Yes, sir. So um, last year, y'all, we got together for the first time. I think well, not the first time, but like last year, I think we did really good at setting goals. Now, in a minute, we'll get into how we did executing on those goals. But my like philosophy way of thinking about it is like all things, you know, it gets better over time. You try something, it fails, you learn, you improve, whatever. So um, last year when we, when we were setting goals, we set, let's see, Cameron, I'm looking here at our list. I had, uh, we both had a lot of goals. <laughs> I'm going to just put it that way, y'all. We, we didn't have like one or two things we were trying to do. We were trying to do a lot of stuff. So um, I'm really big on SMART goals. These are goals that are specific, measurable, time-bound, um, it's, it's like a framework for thinking about goals that helps you like really nail down what you're trying to do so you can actually achieve it. Um, so that's kind of like, you know, how I think about goals. Cameron, do you have like the same view or how do you approach goal setting? How do you think about it? I am constantly getting better at goal setting. Um, I know about SMART goals. I set what I think to be SMART goals at the time. Yeah. But then typically what ends up happening is over, you know, a month, two months, three months, I get distracted or mm -hmm. I don't, I just don't have the correct follow through to reach those goals. Mm -hmm. So for me, when, even when looking at this year's goals versus last year, I was like, I need smarter, uh, smarter, more clear goals that are achievable. And even if, let's say I get distracted for a little while, I can still achieve these goals. So my goals compared to last year are seem much more broad, but they're also much more accomplishable. Right. Right. Okay. Well, hey, uh, let's just let's just hop into it. So I figured, uh, y'all, let me just kind of walk you through some of the goals that we set last year. Um, I'll read some of mine off, Cameron, and then you know, feel free to share whatever you want to share when we get down to your section. Um, yeah, so a lot of my goals, y'all, were really like about personal finances and um, like professional, personal development. That's the same this year, but I think I'm going to change a bit. So last year at this time, what I set out to achieve was uh, I wanted to put $500 a month into my Roth IRA. This is like a retirement savings account. Um, I basically wanted to max out I put in the most amount of money I'm legally allowed to do so that's tax-free so it can grow and help me retire. Did I achieve that? No. But I think I came pretty close. I don't have the numbers, but I didn't do 500 a month. I didn't max it out, but I did. It did drop a few thousand in there. So you know what? I didn't take the, take the goal, but at least I, you know, put some money back from my retirement. Uh, the second one was I wanted to put 150 a month into crypto. I didn't do this and I didn't do this for a couple of reasons. One is I still don't fully understand crypto. I think it's super interesting, but I don't get it. There are so many coins out there. 
like they're overwhelming. And when you don't get it like a dummy, I default to picking coins based on marketing. I'm like, ooh, I like Litecoin because I like the name. I like how it looks. People seem to like it online. That's what I would typically go to. Um, sitting here today in January 2023, Litecoin is down. What is it? It's like down like 50, 60%. So I am really glad that I didn't put money in it this time last year because that money would be gone. Now, that being said, I still like crypto. I still think it has a future. And with things being so cheap right now, I may pick some up um, anticipating that it will go up in the future. So we'll see. But didn't accomplish that goal last year. I'm fine with that. Goal three, saving 10% of my earnings every month. I did not accomplish this. Now, kind of like the Roth IRA goal, I did save some money. I did put some money back, but I also ended up just spending a bunch of money on stuff throughout the year. Um, so I'm going to say I didn't reach that one. Next one, number four, earn my CAPM certification by March 31st, 2022. I didn't meet that date, but I did get that certification last year. So you know what? Taking that one as a win. Goal five, um, for those of y'all that don't know, I'm a project manager in the project manager world, which is, yes, it's a whole industry in the world. Um, there's a certification called the PMP. It is a lot to get, um, but if you get it, that's like the gold standard, like, you basically, when you're interviewing or whatever, you can just drop it on the table and be like, yeah, I got my PMP. What are you going to say about it? So it's, it's, it's like the credential project managers want to get. I did not get it last year. But as we sit here on Sunday, January 8th, I did submit my application for it last week. Um, the organization that controls the certification has to like approve it. I'm waiting to hear back. So didn't achieve it but I'm still pushing it. Number six, last year, I wanted to practice Spanish daily. I had sub goals of uh, my boys should know basic phrases by June, and I wanted to be able to have a light conversation by December. I completely did not do this goal. I set this goal last year, and then like a month later, I decided, yeah, I don't have the capacity to do this. So I just knew I wasn't going to achieve that one. So I did it. Um. Two other goals I had, seven and eight. I wanted to earn two more certifications. These are like mid-level certs in my field. Um, one's called a Scrum Master. That's about a process for running teams. One is called a Product Owner. That's about how you build products. I did get both of those last year. So that's awesome. Um, coming down to like the personal development, I wanted to read three books a month. Completely missed the mark. Failed completely, didn't read anything. I think I went like three months without reading a book, you know, just regressing my vocabulary is bad. Lifting three days a week. I hit this maybe two and a half, three months out of the year. The rest of the year didn't do it. Next goal, I wanted to reach 15% body fat. Uh, I think I'm currently at about 19%, 20% still. So didn't reach that. Wanted to reach 150 pounds of muscle mass, didn't reach that. Um, sit quietly three times a week. I don't know about that one. I do find what I call Curtis time. I think I may hit that. I haven't been tracking that one. And then uh, these last couple, attend networking events. Absolutely have not done it. I've been in my house, have not gone out and seen people and increase income 50% by end of the year. I did not do that. I didn't get as large of a raise as I wanted. I didn't find contract work. I didn't pick up any extra, any extra streams of income. So income stayed pretty much the same, which is not good because over the past like three, five years, it's increased every year. So this, so 2022 was like a slow down year income wise. So like, that's just something I gotta watch. So out of all my goals, I don't know, let's say I have, I have 18 here. I think I hit, I'm gonna say four. So 
I got 22% of my goals last year. Not good. So we'll talk about what I'm doing this year to, to increase that win ratio. Um, but right now I'm sitting at say about 22% success. Cameron, uh, you want to go through your list? Yeah, I'm going to, uh, so guys, I have a, we, Kurt talked to me about this last year, but I set like way too many goals. So I just went through and counted them. Like my total goals was like in the fifties and they were different things, but I must just do them by the sections they were in. So, um, my little side business I have LFI, um, I said I wanted to, you know, open a bank account, get business cards, um, fix the rental property I have in, in this business. Uh, none of that got done. So all of this was a complete failure. Um, we did make sure all tax and documents were paid and filed. So that was good. <laughs> so we'll take that as a win. But everything else was a complete fail. Uh, my giving goal for last year, um, I did not hit that. And I did not do my number two in my giving goal. So complete failure is there. There. Um, I wanted to find a job in the tech sector. I did apply to a bunch of jobs, but I did not get hired. I said I was going to get some sales certifications in IT by the end of Q2 last year. Failed that completely. My financial goals, my base income goal, I did not hit. Um I did get a Roth IRA, but I did not max out my contributions. Um, I, I want to say I bought my car last year. I bought my car last year. I, I'm pretty sure that was last year. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my goals was create no new debt. Did not do that. <laughs> Didn't know my, but my car stopped on the highway. So, <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Luckily, I was in position to do it. Um. Raise credit score, it's about the same. Yeah, didn't hit any of these new ones. Oh, wait, look, buy a new car by the end of Q4. Technically accomplished that. Yep. Hey. And then my real estate goals, I did not hit a single one of these. Let's see, my health goals. I hit two of these. Um, I did better with my dental care and I did okay with working out. But overall, we're going to count that as a fail because we didn't hit the entire thing. Education. I had a goal of reading four books a month. Failed completely. I do listen to a lot of audio books, but I don't think I was at four months. I was probably at like one and a half a month. That was just fun and entertainment. So yeah. So out of my goals, I mean, what did we say there? One, two, three. So I hit four out of probably 50 goals that I set for myself. And what this showed me, and Curtis told me this last year, what this showed me was I need to set smarter goals. I need to stop trying to itemize everything and, and just set smarter goals and work in a better general direction. I mean, everybody struggles with this. I struggle with this. But yeah, it's, it's like it's human nature up front which is good to be like optimistic, but then, you know, a, a year's a long, a year's a short amount of time and a long amount of time, so much shit happens in a year. Like, let's be real. I mean, yeah. you know, this is why it's important. And like, even looking at my list, I'm like, Curtis, it's important to like, just better structure your goals. And I, I always come back to the term achievable, which I feel like sometimes when I say that, um, people, people, read that as like a lesser goal or a weaker goal. And I'm like, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Amazon wasn't built in a day. I know they had quarter goals that were small, but built on top of themselves to make a bigger goal. And like, so like I struggle with, like, like Cameron's really good at setting high level vision, big goals. I'm bad at that. And then I, and better at setting small goals, but then like I'm not good at pushing myself to the bigger goals, if, if, if that makes sense. So like, y'all last year when we were together, you know, I was trying to help Cameron by helping him like make some of those goals 
smaller, more achievable. And he was pushing me to make some of those goals bigger and, and more stretch. So um, I think that's probably a good segue, Cameron, to uh, goals for 2023. The goals for 2023, I just set four goals for 2023. Um, I want to do four commercial slash multifamily deals. Um, I do real estate. And uh, been doing all residential last four years, but been studying multifamily and commercial. The deals take a lot longer. They take anywhere from two months to six months to do. So normally what I would have done going off of my thinking last year is I would probably have been saying, I want to sell, you know, two every month for, you know, a goal of 24. But now looking at it, I was like, I just want to sell one every quarter. And that's a total of four. And I, I want to do four commercial deals by the end of the year. I want to increase my social media presence. And I want to subcategorize that. I want to separate my like my personal page from like my business page. Um, I want to increase my income over what I made last year because last year my income was nowhere near where it should have been. And I want to decrease my debt. Mm. Those are my four goals. So, so bullet put them out for me. It was, it was increased debt, four deals, health, right? Like work out more. And the fourth one was, I didn't say work out more, but we can add that one. That one's very doable. Okay. Um, decrease debt, increase income, mm-hmm. increase my social media presence, do four commercial deals, and work out more. Okay. Now, uh, I know we just set these, and my fault, probably not paying more, but how you uh, have you thought about how you're going to quantify those like increase income by what i haven't thought about that as much um given you know when we decided to do this in the whole thing mm-hmm. I, my income last year dropped by 48 percent from the previous year yeah i would at least like that to get back up to where it was mm-hmm. um, but honestly i thought i was going to increase by 25 percent over the previous year and i did not do that so yeah. But for if I was to hit that same number of increasing over 25% over the previous year, then my current my income this year would have to increase by it's like 68% or something like that. You know, I'm curious, like, you know, those of y'all listening, please, you know, um, write into the podcast or, or reach out to us. I'm curious, like, how everybody else did income-wise in 2022. Like, like I is pretty much stagnant. Cameron, you know, you didn't meet what you were expecting. It I seems regress. like a thing across the board. Yeah, I went, I went backwards. 2020, 2020 and 2021, I did really well. Doubled yeah. my income both of those years. And in 2022, it was like, oh, yeah, all that doubling in income? Let me get yeah. all that back, fam. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, I was guilty of uh, – we, we one of our things was talking about setting priorities. Like, I'm making it a priority to not fall into lifestyle creep, and I, I definitely fell into that. Yeah, I'm like, too. oh, disposable income. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me go on this trip. Let me buy this bottle of alcohol. Oh, new clothes. And now it's like everything goes into savings. That was stupid. You know, you actually introduced the term lifestyle creep to me. Uh, you want to tell people a little bit about that? Oh, man. So uh, lifestyle creep, guys, is when your income increases, your cost of living goes up with it. There are people who get, let's say, $1,000 a month, and they can make that last the whole month. Well, you give those people suddenly $5,000 a month, but if they're used to living paycheck to paycheck with nothing left over, then suddenly their cost of living goes up to $5,000 a month. And the problem with that is, is if your income drops back down to that 1000 now you're at a deficit. That's what happened to me. And I was doing really good when I made, when I made like $17,000 a year, I was able to pay my bills and I was good. Well, my income doubled and then doubled again um, following years. And I still ended up at the end of the year with like less than $5,000 in my savings. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what is going on? And then somebody told me about the term lifestyle creep. And I looked around and I was like, oh, I had subscription to every, you name it, whether that was streaming services, um, gyms. There was a social club I was part of. I was just mm-hmm. always going somewhere. I was always in the car. I need. Even- yeah, I think like we hadn't talked about it, but like you mentioned lifestyle creep, and one day I said, I was like, dang, I am like the most guilty cr- culprit of this, and uh, it's it's 
it, it, it creeps in because like you get some money and you're like, oh, this thing I wanted to do or this thing I wanted to pay for and take care of or, you know, what have you. And it's, it's easy to, to spend all that money. So it's especially easy when you know, like you have more money coming in. Right. You know, whether you're getting paid every two weeks or there was a point in time where I had, you know, eight deals under contract. I would even go, oh, if one or two of these deals fell through, I was good. Um, the big breakthrough for me was the fact that at one point, I literally had five houses all terminate right at the beginning of 2022. It was December of 2021. I went in. I had seven houses under contract for 2022. By January 3rd of 2022, I only had one house under contract. They are like five houses terminated within the span of like four days between the end of December 21 and beginning of January. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. Going back to our little agenda here, we, we talked about last year, this year. Uh, it looks like we're in the setting priorities section. Um, yeah. So I guess I could I could talk a little bit about how I think about setting priorities. Um, you didn't for me, do your goals for twenty twenty three. Oh, my fault, my fault. All right, you know, let me pause real quick. I'll edit that back. All right, y'all. Let me talk a little bit about my goals for twenty twenty three. So you know, I wrote these keeping in mind that last year I had a twenty two percent success rate, which is abysmal. Um, but going into this year, my number one goal is. I, 2022 was the first year that uh, my income stayed flat. It didn't increase, really. So this year, I want to try to increase my uh, personal income by 20%. Um, so, you know, how I'm going to go about that, it is getting, you know, promoted at work, finding some way to provide value there to increase that income. I think... You know, that's that's one avenue I have. There are multiple things I'm considering, but that's like the most reliable way to go about it is getting a promotion at work or getting another job or doing something related to, you know, the little career I've established in project management and tech to increase my income 20%. I said 20% because like that's a stretch, right? I mean, on average, I think people, you know, that work in this field, do 10, 15% is a good year. 20%, 20% I want to push myself. Um, also, that keeps up with inflation that, you know, Cameron just talked about lifestyle creep. I'm trying to fight it on the back end by just being really disciplined about where we spend money and saying no to things more. But also, like, where I fall short, I'm like, I need more money coming in to compensate, <laughs> which is Probably a bad way to, to, to look at it, but 20%. I need more money coming in. Um, my second goal is I really need to get back to fighting body fat. You know, we call it the Adam's gut. This belly I'm growing as a 30-year-old man is only going to get worse, and I don't like it. It makes me feel unattractive. It makes me feel lethargic. Um, it makes me not want to go out and buy new clothes and do stuff. And, like, I want to feel good about my body. So right now I'm at about 20% body fat. I want to, uh, you know, cut it down to 15. Um, I did a little bit of research. 15 is, you know, healthy, um, a little better than average for men my age, my height, et cetera. And at 15% body fat, I think I'll, I'll, I'll look how I did a couple of years ago. Hopefully my face will be a little bit skinnier. I think just my confidence will go up. So I'm trying to, cut off at least 5% body fat, you know, um, instead of last year where I dictated how I'm going to get there with working out three days a week or whatever, 2023, I'm going to deploy a whole bunch of different methods, like working out, walking, eating better, taking in less sugar, what have you. I just want to hit that 15% mark. Goal number three, I want to maintain my personal cash reserve. So um, over the past couple of years, I've developed my oh shit fund 
this is the money I have. If I lose my job, if I get really sick, I can cover expenses for a few months. Um, I want to maintain that. And actually, I think I'm going to amend this goal. I want to grow it. So I want to, I want to make it larger. Um, this is a goal because it's easy when you have that reserve fund to rationalize a reason for dipping into it. Like, oh, we need this, or I got to help with this, and I'll put that money back later. And it, it needs, I got to develop the mindset that that money does not exist. That is my old shit fund. So maintain and grow that old shit fund. Um, next one is a rollover from last year. I want to get that PNP credential I mentioned last year. Camera's tired of hearing me talk about it. I'm tired of talking about it. I submitted the application. They got to approve it. They may audit me, which means if they audit me, I got to do a bunch of stuff. I got to jump through a bunch of hoops, but hopefully they cleared me for the test. I take the test the first time, I pass it. I want to get that done this year. That is going to help with the first goal of increasing income. Um, and it's just going to make me much more reputable. So I need that. Um, and then the last goal here is I'm going to establish an external source of income. So in the first podcast, I talked about the moving company. Um, Karen, we had talked about it, but I've, I, you know, I've been applying to other part-time jobs. Um, our sister yesterday posted on Facebook that where she works for looking for somebody remote to do some work. I reached out to that person. I said, Hey, I'm available. I'm qualified, you know? So in addition to increasing my personal income, I want to establish a second source of income. So something aside from my regular 40 hour a week job that brings money into the house. So goals, increase regular income 20%, bring down body fat, maintain my cash reserve, get my credential, my PMP, and establish a second. And you know, if I do a third or fourth, that's great, but at least a second source of income is what I want to do this year. Um, and you know, that's, that's a lot less than last year. So staying motivated, right? Um, I think one issue I had with my goals last year, Cameron, feel free to hop in if you feel the same way, is like along the way, I'm going to say I lost motivation or I deprioritized it for whatever reason, like with the Spanish goal. I am looking at my bank account. That's my main motivation. I'm seeing how much money I have coming in. I'm seeing how much money I have going out. I'm doing the math and saying this is only sustainable for so much time. So that's pushing me to increase income, to decrease expenses, to save money, and to find other sources. Um, the body fat, my motivator for that is just like, I just want to feel attractive for my spouse, for myself. <laughs> so like, you know, every day, every week, I get some reminders of like, hey, you're not looking how you used to look. Uh, Torian doesn't say anything, but like, I see it. And uh, that's my motivation to get that done. My PMP, where I work, everybody I work with is PMPs. And here's Curtis, one of the few black project managers in these meetings or in these things. And I don't have my, my industry standard certification. I need to get my shit together. So that's motivating me to, to, to do better is, is the people I'm around. Um, yeah, so my motivators are kind of just money, numbers. I can do math and see that I need more money. Uh, my physical appearance and happiness is a motivator. And then this professional pressure to, to fall in line with everyone else is pushing me forward. Cameron, what's uh, been motivating you? Or what do you think will be motivating you to reach your goals this year? First of all, every time you say PNP, I think of that song. I don't know what you heard about. Yeah, basically. Can't get a dollar out of me. I like, I'm like, do they just sit around and be like, I'm the mother PNP? Like, I know I'm going to once I pass. Shit. <laughs> I'm throwing a whole party. Oh, man. There's, a, there's also something liberating. I've been telling Kurt to like pass a certification for a while, y'all. And there's nothing mm -hmm. liberating about it, but like, I remember when I started in real estate, I wanted to be a broker. In Arkansas, you start as a regular real estate agent. And then at the two-year mark, you can get your broker's license. And I went in, for me to pass my real estate test, I took it three times. Failed the first time, failed the second, passed the third. Then two years went by, and then I took my broker's test. I passed my broker's test on the first time. And 
everyone else that walked out of there, of course, I was the only black person. I live in Arkansas. And everyone else that walked out there was like, oh, I passed or oh, I didn't, blah, blah, blah. But like when they handed me my sheet and they said I passed, I like screamed in the building. I was like, let's go. I'm nice out here. What are y'all talking about, bro? <laughs> but it was like, I was excited because it was a goal I had set. I got yeah. my broken license in 2021, and I set that goal in like 2018. So seeing like that fruition come through for me, like it was something I wanted so bad. And so it was funny that my level of excitement got other people excited. And then one lady, I remember her saying to me, she goes, I, I wish I was as excited as you were. And I was like, that's because you didn't work as hard as I did. And I walked off. Dang. <laughs> but it was, it was one of those things. So I'm excited for Kurt to get this. He's earned it. I'm pretty sure he knows the knowledge, but I ain't. I know it. As yeah, I can pass the test. Uh, from a, I've tried to get like some, there's some basic sales certifications that land in that IT world. And I go, I could sell ice to an Eskimo, y'all. I can sell, you know, rock to Geodude for you Pokemon fans. But it's like, you get on these IT sales jobs and this and that, and they're, they're talking about se- uh, software as a service. And I'm like, uh, this might as well be ancient Latin. But yeah. Kurt is staying motivated. For me, it's really been like, what is my motivation? So, and I would argue, what I would argue, I think, I, I, I don't like the word motivation. I don't know how Kurt feels about this, but I actually like, because motivation is fleeting. Motivation lasts for a little while and it dies, what, dies down to me. Mm-hmm. But inspiration keeps you moving. So people that are inspired will, <laughs> people that are inspired will storm the Capitol. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. I, oh wait, no. You mean you mean motivated will storm the capital? Oh, people that are motivated will storm the capital. Yeah. People that are inspired will we'll run uh, for office. Will run, run for, for office. office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That because yeah. it's more long term. It's a lot of lot of lot of headaches. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We gotta edit that out. <laughs> but when I look at it, um, I was working off of motivation. I was, I was working off of what we call. Um, the sales motivation that that adrenaline rush you get when you get that next sale. And I got so caught up in the transactions. I stopped taking care of people. I stopped posting on social media. So for me, staying motivated, um, people that are motivated will do things like storm the Capitol. People that are inspired will do things like run for office. Yeah. Not related to any actual events that may or may not have happened. Right. But, for me, I was focused on the motivation. In sales, you get, you know, those adrenaline rush of chasing your next sale, chasing that transaction. But the best salesmen are people who take care of people who really focus on customer service and that whole thing. And I got caught up in the transactions of sales mm-hmm. and being motivated instead of being inspired. And I actually took a test um, to say, you know, what, what actually, what moves me? What is the thing that gets Cameron out of the bed. And I've taken several of these little tests where they're on bus, different things. And it always comes back to the same thing, purpose. And it was like, okay, purpose is what moves me, but then it's, what is Cameron's purpose? So you can tell me my purpose moves me, but what is my purpose? And so I spent the last few months really asking myself and um, I was talking to God being like, hey, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What do I want to do? When I'm gone, how can I leave this place in a better place? Because right now, I just feel like I'm behind schedule. I thought I'd be married. I thought I'd have kids. The fact that I'm not, what's my purpose? Um, I was in a relationship before. My purpose was to provide for my spouse. I don't even think of myself when I get a paycheck. Um, even now, even though I'm single, I think I need to make more money to take care of you know my parents. So I'm like, what is my inspiration? What is my purpose? And how do I apply those to my goals? And then when I looked at my goals last year, my goals were all over the place and I didn't hit any of them. Mm-hmm. And so I also think that when people are confused, they typically do one of two things. And I don't know where I heard this, but I've been saying it for years now. People that are confused do one of two things. They either do nothing or they do the wrong thing most of the time. And last year, looking at my goals, I, I can say, oh, this guy was confused. So looking at my goals this year, that's why I shortened it down to just hey, five goals. This guy is clear. He knows what he's doing. These are attainable. 
And while I'm working on those five goals, I can still work out, you know, what is my purpose and who do I want to be going forward? And then I look forward to that. And then a big part of, I'd say, keeping myself inspired to keep myself motivated on the right track for my goals. For me, Cameron, it's not getting distracted. And the biggest distraction for me, Cameron, is I'm an extrovert. So FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> Uh, whatever that event is, and family. If family has an event in the past few years, I've been like, I'll be there. And now it's, hey, guys, y'all ain't going to see me for five years. Like, I'll, I'll try to be here and there if there's, like, something big happening. But if it doesn't permit with the budget or it's going to put me in a deficit, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's a – that might sound so simple to a lot of people listening, but for me, that's really, really hard to do because family is the most important thing to me. And a lot of times it's, oh, I'll just drive down, drive back. And yeah, it might be $100 or $150 in gas, but I'll just pick up an extra shift or something and I'll make that money back. Saying, no, I'm not going to go at all and taking that 100 150 and putting that straight towards debt, which... One time might sound like no, but the amount of times our family does stuff over the next five years, that, that'll add up to a significant amount of money. Yeah, I think that's very astute. I think that's very astute. I picked up on, I mean, you know, y'all, so I always joke, I tell Cameron, I'd be like, y'all, get you a Cameron, because um, I think your piece about inspiration is dead on. Like, I went into a thinking motivation, but I think like you, inspiration is... Is, is the real driving factor here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next piece then, like you have the inspiration, but like last year, I had obstacles, you had obstacles. Some of those we overcame, some of those we didn't. How do you think about reconciling or overcoming obstacles that get in the way of these goals? I hear you on that, but uh, let's go back a little bit. So what is um, exp- inspiring or motivating Curtis. And I would argue that last year, I think the reason we didn't hit our goals is because we were motivated to hit them, but we weren't inspired. Yeah. And we didn't like, does that, what is, what is that saying they do? Like Vikings, what they would do was they would sail to a new island and then they would burn the boats behind them and be like, hey, we either going to take over this island or we're going to die because these boats yeah. are gone. So I feel like for me, and part of my inspiration, it's like burning the ship behind me. Hey, we can't go back and fix that. That's that's done. We're here now. So we're either going to fight like hell or we're going to die right here. Which and sidebar, I don't know if anybody ever read about the Vikings. I've done some light reading about the Vikings. They were intense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Um, yeah, they were inspired. No, uh, so I think, Cameron, like you, I'm inspired by – like my family, like I, I like being a dad. I think I'm a good dad. I like being a husband. And uh, those have become like core to my identity for, for better or for worse. And like, I like providing, I like being able to give the boys what they need. Sometimes yes, what they want, but really what they need. Um, like, like now, Leo and Donnie, when they came to us, basically couldn't read, they were behind, their speech was behind. Um, I was able to, we were able to, you know, give them the right resources. Now their speech is much better. Now they are almost a grade level ahead reading wise. And like, yeah. I'm really happy for them. And I'm like really proud of myself and Torian for the work we did this past year to get them there. And I'm gonna give Torian a huge shout out because Torian's a teacher. Basically, I was like, you tell me what to do. I make sure we can do it. And then you make it happen. <laughs> so like, you know. Yeah, I think my inspiration is just being a good husband, being a good dad for a lot of this. Like, honestly, looking at my goal list, they all they all relate to that. Like, the income ones are about making sure realistically we have the money and resources to do whatever the hell it is we got to do. And uh, even kind of the body fat one relates to that. Like, I want to fit enough to go play basketball with EJ, to go do whatever it is with Leo and Donnie outside, um, you know, Still have fun with my husband and then cash reserve, keep them protected in case shit happens. PMP, you know, that makes me look better, which will only help us. So yeah, I think my inspiration is family. How do you reconcile obstacles? How do you how do you deal with them when they come up? 
two big obstacles that, that I noticed about myself in the last year was easily distracted and easily knocked off course when I don't have um, an accountability partner or a coach. Like I've, I've been part of a team my whole life. I think you guys know, um, but I played sports all the way through college and overseas. And I'm used to working in a team environment. I'm used to everybody being towards the same goal. There's somebody telling you what to do with this, lifting weights, run here, go there, this and that. And when you're out here in the world, that's not the same thing. And you might have a boss, but that boss isn't necessarily saying we're all working towards the same goal. Mm-hmm. Most of the companies I've even been at, my bosses don't even sit down and say, what they, they say, what are your goals? But it's typically, what are your sales goals? And that's all they care about. They don't care about my life goals, the personal goals, and talk about all that stuff. So overcoming obstacles for me is not using other people as an excuse for me not hitting my goals. It's no one else's problem. It's 100% my fault, taking extreme ownership of everything. You are exactly where you are by your own doing. I would I argue this, and, and feel free to jump in here, Kirk, you feel differently. I argue zero to 18, really zero to 21, you are a product of your environment and how you grew up. 21 to 25, you should start figuring out how society works and doing everything else. But starting at 25, I feel like you should really be like, hey, I need to take ownership of whatever it is that's happening in my life. And being that I'm 30 now, it's 100% my fault where I'm at. I can't sit here and blame my parents. I can't sit here and blame society. Can't sit here and do it. Do these things have influence? Yes. But I can't blame them for it because the internet is cracking. I have the information and mm-hmm. I can use that information and move accordingly. Yep. So with, with that in mind, that, that that's taking ownership. It's no one's fault but my own. And then number two, do not get distracted. And Curtis is so much better at this than I am, but I, but it's because he's an introvert. But, like, y'all could tell me y'all going to do this one thing at this one place. Like, um, my firm is doing a meet and greet at Topgolf on Tuesday. And they're like, oh, let's go to Topgolf, this and that. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then I was like, but wait a minute, who's paying for it? I remember just asking them, who's paying for it? And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll pay for the bays, but you guys pay for the game. And I'm like, how often are we doing this? And they're like, oh, we're probably going to do it every week. And I'm like, guys, it's only $5. I get it. It's not that much. But Top Golf for me is a solid 25-minute drive. That's probably at this point $10 in gas plus $5 to play. And I'm like, okay, $15 every week. That's $60 a month. Multiply that out by the year. You know, that's... I mean, yeah. Whatever, whatever, yeah. It's money that you don't it's need. Money. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, it's like... It's money, and I'm just like, that's not that's that's not productive for my goals. Who right. doesn't want to go to Top Golf and just enjoy their time, you mm-hmm. know? But it's just not worth it mm-hmm. in the long run for me to hit my goals. And I realized that another thing I struggled with was being a people pleaser and wanting people's approval because the company's going to go, oh, Cameron doesn't come, he's not a team player, blah blah blah, and. I would argue I am being a team player because the team of Cameron's priorities are the most important because this company doesn't care about the team of Cameron. This company cares about this company. Y'all will mm-hmm. replace Cameron at any point in time. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely for me. Um, overcoming obstacles. So stop people pleasing, saying no to things, and um, and saying no to things and remaining focused. And just fo- focusing on the budget. I mean, that's that is just it. That is just it for me. And and not using other people as an excuse to not hold myself accountable. I should be my own best accountability partner. What about you? Um, man. So I I just want to echo what you said about. I forgot how you broke it down, but you were like, you know, zero to eighteen is a product of, of how you grew up, and then like you know, the mid twenties you start figuring shit out. I think like I just, I just want to pause because I feel like a lot of people I talk to um hear that but i don't know if they absorb that so like here's the reality wherever you end up in life is completely your fault and a result of your actions now 
like all things, there's yin and yang, right? It's, it's not always black or white. It's usually a mixture of both. So yes, you could have grown up in X situation. Bad things could have happened to you. You know, white supremacy is a thing. There are challenges for people out there, especially people like you and me. That being said, you can overcome most, if not all of them, if you have the right focus, the right drive, and are determined. So, like, I just want to be very clear that, like, we recognize that, you know, things happen out of your control, but there's a lot you can control. Like, from this point forward in my life, you know, there are things I can't control, but I'd say 85% of my success I can control and determine, if not more. So, I think, I just want to encourage people to have that mentality, you know, give yourself grace, but also push yourself, is what I'm trying to say. Um, the way I think about overcoming obstacles and stuff is I try to find what works for me. So one big thing for me that became very clear last year is I am the kind of person um, that needs a routine and a schedule. For whatever reason, I just, I work really well when there's a repeatable process. So I've tried to build my life this way and I find success when I do it. So like Cameron knows this. Almost every morning during the school year, I get the boys up at a certain time. We're at the door at 7.05 a.m. They're at school by this time. I'm back home. I start work at this time. I grind at work. I get off work, you know, make dinner a certain time, put the boys to a certain time. Like, like we live by a calendar, by a schedule. And that's mainly selfishly for me because without it, I'm just all over the place. I have ADHD. And so like last year with my workout goal, I was doing well. Like I think March, April, May, I was doing really well working out. I was noticing the change in my body. And then what happened? I got off the schedule. I had to travel for work. And I I didn't realize this until last year, but like leaving my house, getting off schedule completely fucks me up. Like I have a workout schedule. I get into it after a couple of weeks, I'm doing good. If I got to travel out of town for work, travel to go see family, we do something and that's disrupted, it is so hard for me to get back into it. So um, going into this year, I'm going to keep doing the schedule, but I haven't figured it out yet, but I got to find some way to like restart myself faster when I get off that schedule. If I could do that, I feel like I would achieve and do so much more. Um, so number one is just like being on a schedule, sticking to it. Second thing I've started to implement is um, basically having like focus time. So there's a book, I, I did read a book last year called Deep Work and I encourage everybody to read it. And it talks about how you can, how in, in today's world, we don't do deep work anymore. Like, and this is true for me, like you'll be doing something and in the day you may try to take care of like five or six different things. Well, to do those five or six different things, you realistically don't have enough time to go into detail on one of them and like get depth. It's always shallow. Everything is shallow. You study a subject, you don't go deep into it, it's shallow. You try to sell something or like make a business pitch, you don't go deep into it, it's shallow. You go to the gym and work out, you're there for 30 minutes, not an hour, hour and a half, it's shallow. And so like trying to structure my life where I have more time to go deep into things. And so I got an app on my phone. I'm pretty sure I pay for it, but it's a great app. It's called, uh, it's called Focus. And uh, I sit down and I say, hey, this next hour is dedicated to this thing. And I put a timer in front of me that I can see and it just counts down. And for that hour, I'm completely focused on that one thing. Leo and Donnie are hungry. Y'all figure it out. You can survive for an hour. Like I'm doing this thing right now and like just making yourself focus. It's so hard. It sounds simple. I challenge y'all to try it and you'll see the difference it makes in your life. Um, so that's my plan going into the, the year dealing with obstacles is making a plan, sticking to it, and then using focus time, doing deep work to accomplish them. Because otherwise, like, man, I just get thrown off course. Cameron knows this, like Cameron, you've experienced, like, I'd be like, hey, let's do something at a certain time. Something comes up, it throws it off. 
and it takes me a week to get back to it. All right, I went on a rant. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like personally mad at myself for this. Cause like I know it and I still, don't, I I still don't fix it. I think that's good. There's this thing that, that in sports coaches say all the time, you're not reaching your potential. And yeah. I would say Cameron and Curtis, we didn't reach our potential in 2022. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's about taking accountability for it. We had these Mm -hmm. goals. We were actually supposed to touch base with each other. I don't know if it was every two weeks or every month. Mm -hmm. Do it. We every month. One one time, end of January, because we were motivated. We didn't say, I don't care what's going on, we're going to do this. Right. And that was one of many excuses we told ourselves throughout 2022 and taking accountability of that saying, this is no one's fault, but our own. Like, yes, there are distractions. Yes, there are responsibilities, but we could have made that time. There was time. There was times we were sitting at coffee shops. There was times we was hiking. On the game. On the game. You know, we could have sat down. Sometimes we typically played a game for about an hour every day or every other day with each other. We could have taken one of those days and said, let's look at our goals. And we didn't. And mm-hmm. with that, just taking accountability for it. And I think that ran is fine because you should be mad at yourself for not reaching your potential because yeah. the world's a big, scary place. It's going to eat you up and spit you out, especially if you're a black person in America. However, I've recently been in contact to some people from other countries like Nigeria, Cambodia, Zambia, Brazil, and talking to these people and, and what they go through and how hard they work, I just look at myself and I go, I am fucking lazy. And taking that accountability and saying nothing else matters for a while. And what I notice is the world's going to call you selfish when you start focusing on yourself. However, you're the only person you can count on at the beginning. But as you pursue your goals, you'll run into people that you can count on. Me, Curtis and I went through a lot of people to even find each other to get to this level. And Curtis has Savon. I have... Uh, uh, a good friend who also works in, co- in commercial real estate and she will be like, I don't care what you do and I'm hitting my goals. She's like, I do not care. And she will say no to stuff so quickly. And it's like such an inspiration to see her. She'll be like, my kid has a soccer game, but I got to go over here and list this house because I'm trying to pay for my kid's college. So I'm going to miss that soccer game. Yeah. And doing that, I'm like the end, she always has that in mind. So I, I just love that. I just love that and uh, taking ownership of it. And I think you're right to be mad at yourself because you could have done more, just like I could have done more. But it's not good to be mad at yourself and then not do anything different. Like we could say right. we're sorry for ourselves, but that doesn't accomplish anything. We're going. We are people who are going to accomplish. We are problem solvers. We are fixers, and we are going to hit our goals this year. That I can guarantee you. I can tell from this conversation today. We're going to hit our goals. And when we look back next year, we'll be like, man, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, you know, that's, 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 that's the plan, right? Like build momentum for yourself. If, if a year from now I look back and I hit those goals, I'm at 15% body fat. I'm a, I'm a go for more. I'm just telling you, I am like, that's going to excite me. So. And you, one yeah. key thing you mentioned, Kurt's really good at consistency. And that's something I've been working on because, they're like, success is this, and success is that, and success. I'm like, success is consistency over time. That, yes. that is the whole equation. Yes. It don't matter what you're doing. Consistency over time. Yeah. And it's like, I'm telling oh, you, like, go ahead. I mean, I, like, you remember when I was working out before my birthday, and like, you could tell the difference. I could tell it. I had never been that strong in my life. Y'all, Kurt showed up. I'm, I'm, six, maybe seven inches taller than Kurt. Naturally, I'm probably 40 pounds heavier. And I looked at him working out and how big he got, and I was like, is this nigga training to whoop my ass? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've been waiting all my life. (laughs) All my life, I've been waiting to beat my big ass. (laughs) Oh, man. It was crazy, because when he decided that, he was like, I'm going to do this. He was working out. He'd be, I'd be like, let's get on the game. He's like, I got to get this workout in real quick. Whoop-de-whoop. And he was sore. He would be like, oh, my whole body hurts, but I got to work out again today. Yep. And seeing that, it just, 
that is that it just inspired me seeing him work out like that and that and that end goal I'm telling you he was Kurt was swollen I've never seen Kurt that big I've never seen him that strong and I was like wait a minute what is going on and even uh, Kurt has asthma, and I was like, he's like, I'm going for a run. I'm like, don't you have asthma? What the hell? Yeah, but I got but, an inhaler, so it'd be all right. <laughs> but it got to a point where I'm pretty sure you were going on your runs, and like, you, most of the time you didn't need it. I think the only time you were using your yeah. inhaler was when yeah. you know the, the pollen was crazy. <laughs> see, but see, but see, back to what you said. My inspiration though was I was like, hey, I'm turning 30, and on my 30th birthday, I want to be a beast. I want to be physically strong, mentally strong financially strong and so i was striving for it and then guess what i turned 30 and i was like all right let me have a seat inspiration whatever motivation motivation was gone so uh, one thing i want to say just like some parting advice before we hop off of here about everything we said is like setting goals is important yes setting smart goals is is the best way to go about it so when y'all think about goals if you're setting your goal for the year you know I would challenge you, instead of saying, like, I want to work out more, quantify that. Like, you know, it could be what I tried last year three times a week. It could be what I'm trying this year, a certain body fat. But, like, you need something to know that you made it. Don't just say I'm going to work out more or I'm going to – don't leave it vague because how can you achieve it if you don't know what it is? So I'd say that. Um, And then I'd say – Hold yourself accountable, but also give yourself grace at the same time. So, like, try to try to fall in the middle of those two things, right? Like, last year I didn't increase my income the way I wanted. That's my fault. I failed, but I also managed to maintain things. So, like, at least now I, you know, I. I I didn't completely regress is what I'm trying to say. So like, give yourself grace, hold yourself accountable. Um, those are my parting thoughts. Cameron, do you have any parting thoughts for the people if they're trying to go and set their goals for 2023? I would say keep your goals in front of you. I think that's a big failure that we had last year. When we were looking at our goals, it's hard to look at your goals and then go goof off after you look at them. Yeah. Look at your goals daily, daily. Look at your goals every morning. Wake up, look at your goals before you go to bed. Look at your goals and tell yourself, I am going to accomplish this. Like, say it out loud because the power of words. Because eventually, you'll do you'll consciously be working at it until you're subconsciously doing it. When Kurt first started working out, he was, I have to work out today, but then he got into a routine and he felt weird not working out. He would yep. go, oh, I haven't worked out in two days. Granted, he might have been on a trip for work, but he would get back from work and go, I need to work out. I didn't work out while I was gone. Oh, well, so, I was there. Yeah. Yep. And so, hey, like write your goals down, put them up on a wall, on your computer. I even have goals in my car. So put keep them in front of you. So you have to look at them. You have to see them every day. You know, when you said that, I'm going to, I had mine in this note document. I got a whiteboard, my little office space. I'm going to write my goals on the whiteboard and get in there. I love that. So definitely, like, keep your goals in front of you. And one more step, guys, be unapologetic about it. Be unapologetic about pursuing your goals. Oh, I want you to do this. Yeah, I can't. Why? Because I'm doing something else. (laughs) Yeah, which honestly, like, for it like pursue your goals yeah and honestly like if you're talking to somebody and you tell them that and they have a negative response to it that's how you know they aren't for you like i can't imagine a situation where i said hey cameron come do the thing and like he says no kurt i gotta achieve my goals i might joke and be like no nah, fuck that come on but like i want cameron to achieve his goals i'm never gonna be like mad because he told me no because whatever i ask doesn't line up whatever he needs for himself so like if somebody if if you say, no, I can't because I'm trying to reach these goals and they are really upset with you, that's not a friend. Absolutely, no. absolutely. I remember Kurt, uh, it was one day, even this week, he was like, let's get on the game. And I was like, I'm doing stuff. I'm doing this, 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 and this. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, so you're functioning and being an adult and being productive? <laughs> and he was like, Ooh. I was joking. <laughs> he was, totally, like, yeah, he was totally joking, guys. But it was funny because it was just like, 
No, I, I can I want to play. Who doesn't want to play the game and do nothing? Like, I trust yeah. If you could pay me to play the game and just spend time with my brother, I would rather do that. Yeah. But I have goals I need to hit. So we're yeah. going to have to play the game later. Yep, and I was like, uh, you know what? Hey, I I wish I was a camera's mindset, but I wasn't. <laughs> so I wasn't doing shit. It was in that moment, right? But there's other <laughs> times, because a lot of times, Kurt's more free, like, later at night. And that's when I'm doing stuff. And he's yeah. free, like, early in the morning. And I, mean, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm either asleep or I'm doing some, or I'm doing something that's, that's like, oh, let me goof off early in the morning. And that's when Kurt's super productive. Yes. Wake up on the yeah. Hit a limitless pill. Get going. So um, yes. yeah, love that. All right. Well, hey, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. So I want to, yeah. I want to do challenges, challenges. So oh, challenges yeah, to each other, and 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 you let me know about this. But I did this with this guy, and it really worked for me. Um, part of last year, but in 2021, it worked great. We would set our goals for the day. We would text each other at the beginning of the day. These are my goals. Whatever. Read 15 minutes. Work out make three phone calls for real estate. And we were like, these are my goals for today. And before we went to bed, we would send each other a text message. Did I hit my goal? And we had to put like the little check mark emoji. Um, yes, next to it or not. At the beginning when we did that, oh, I would hit one out of maybe, one or none out of maybe five or six goals. But after about six weeks, I'd say, I was six for six. And that's why my 2021 and beginning of 2022 was good. And I got away from that um, because that guy ended up moving up. But that goes back to my him moving away didn't shirk my accountability. I should have just kept being accountable. So mm-hmm. my challenge to Kurt is that's something that we could possibly do with each other. And I would I would recommend it. Whatever the goal is, every morning we wake up, these are my goals for today. And at the end of the day, did we accomplish these same goals? That's my challenge to you. So that so that would look like so like what in the morning I would send you a text and be like, hey, today I'm uh, you know. Uh, interviewing for this part-time job that I could get, that could, you know, establish my second stream of income, or I'm doing this for the movie business, and then at the night, check in on that task. Is that right? Absolutely, but the same text the message you send in the morning, you mm-hmm. send that same message at night, and you just put check boxes by the ones that you did accomplish, and the ones you didn't accomplish, you leave blank, and mm-hmm. the ones you didn't accomplish, they move to the next day. And they stay okay. on that list till you check them off. Because I'm then, down with that. Yeah, then we also had like a, we each personally had like a note and we always put whatever we accomplished. And it was crazy that after like four months, the amount of check boxes we had was insane. I'm down with that. Um, I want to do it. I'm going to ask one thing of Cameron, going back to my courtesy of being on a routine. I'll be really good at that once it's on my routine, but the next week I'm going to be trash at it. So please help your brother out, but let's do it. I love it. I love it. Any challenges that Curtis has for Cameron? Uh, I'm going to challenge you. I don't know if you already did this, but I want to challenge you to make more, to to create a consistent schedule for yourself. Even though I know that like, you know, your work schedule is variable, but, but still like, like put a time in the calendar on your phone or wherever you want that like at this time I do this and set up reminders for yourself. It's interesting you say that. So my phone Actually, um, I don't remember when I started this. This is something I, I remember reading the article about how Elon Musk does what he does, blah, blah, blah. And he does time blocking. So on yeah. my phone, I have a workout a thing that starts every day. So from, I say I want to get up at 4 a.m. Y'all, some days I do. Most days I don't. This has been going on for probably at least four or five months. But every day at 4 a.m., my alarm goes off. Four to six is my morning routine. That's working out this and that, blah, blah, blah. Six to eight is goal setting organization. Um, I review my goals. I I um, work out. I get myself more organized because I that is a that is a weakness of mine. Um, eight to nine, I have free time. I schedule my free time. Um, and then from nine to ten, I'm supposed to have like a breakfast or lunch meeting. From 10 to 12, because I do real estate, I'm in sales. I do prospecting. So I may be on LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. And I'll just be reaching out, talking to people. I may shoot some videos, blah, blah, blah. I have free time from noon to 1.30 again. And then from 1.30 to 3.30, I have prospecting again, because I reach, again, sales. You got to prospect. 
from 3.30 to 4.30, I have study time. That's when I would do my reading and things like that. Um, from 5, 4.30 until 6, I have a workout and free time. That's when I would typically go play basketball in the summer, um, go to the park or something, play ball. And then from 6 to 8, I have like, oh, this is my reading time. I'm supposed to read some more. Um, your, your income is directly tied to the amount you read. So I'm big on just reading and studying and learning more. And that's been my schedule. I'm still going to edit it and, and get better at it. But even with that, I've had this for four months. I have not hit that 100% for a month straight. And so working towards that, still ironing it out, but working towards it every single day. And that's where it is so far, but it always changes. And I, that's part of my schedule, but I want to iron out my schedule even more and get even better at it. So maybe the challenge evolves to like you mentioned time. Like when you say time boxing, are you like setting a timer for? I don't set a do timer, whatever? but but I have preset alarms in my phone. So four a.m. it goes off. Hey, goal setting. It's in my calendar. My 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 alarm goes off. Says this is what you're doing. A reminder goes off in my phone, and then on my I go check my schedule. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. The problem is I don't have, oh, I may be prospecting, but I don't have set, I'm going to do this while I'm prospecting. So oh, I need I think, to get, break that down even more. So yeah, I think that my, I'm going to change my challenge. I challenge you to, because I see this work for myself, in addition to the calendar and the time, have like a timer you see for a specific task. So like, there's a book I got to read this month. Um, setting an hour i'm reading for the next hour this book and then i do it timer goes off i close the book so i challenge you to to try that method of setting a timer you can see for a specific task yes i love that and i can definitely do that okay um so how about this y'all uh we're gonna wrap the podcast up next podcast episode cameron if you're cool with it in the intro we can just uh let's just do an update on how things are going goal wise absolutely love it all right uh thank you for tuning in for another episode of boy let me tell you as always please uh subscribe like all that stuff share this with your friends and we will catch y'all next time holla